Welcome to the Basketpedia podcast. In this episode, we have Coach Glenn Hicks. We will discuss the system. Coach Hicks has run the system since 1988, and he learned it straight from the master, Paul Westhead himself. He will give you his insights on how they did it at North Sound Mountain High School, where he was a coach for 42 years in Alabama. His career record was 750 wins and 421 losses. He was the state coach of the year in 1993, and he led the nation in scoring with 111.8 points in 1993. So stay tuned. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Basketpedia podcast with I'm your host, Mark Hart. And today I have Coach Glenn Hicks. Uh, Coach, how is everything going out there in Alabama? It is hot and humid. Are you in Georgia? You in Alabama or Georgia right now? Well, I'm right here in the Georgia, Alabama corner. I coach in, I live in Georgia, but coach in Alabama. So, uh, but it's hot and humid here. Before we get to the basketball stuff, is it War Eagle or Roll Tide? It is War Damn Eagle. Okay. Well, we just got to make everybody let everybody know who you are in SEC country, right? That's it. Um, Coach, you want to tell our listeners um, a little bit about your background? And I, I know you've I know you've ran the system for a long time. Um, do you want to just kind of tell us how how that came about? That maybe. I know you probably didn't run it the whole time, but but how you became a system coach? Well, the first uh, first twelve years we were a uh, we 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 kind of we were a I guess an opportunity break team. Uh, you know, we tried to run on misses and you know steals and and, and things such as that. But we were more of the uh, half court man to man in your face. We're not going to switch. We're very 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 physical. And uh, I'll be honest, uh, I got to where I, I hated going. Got where I hated going to practice, and the kids did too. Uh, and uh, I was on the verge of getting out of coaching and going into administration. Um, and uh, had a uh, assistant, a former assistant coach that was a head coach in our county that uh, had seen Westhead at a clinic and called me and said, "Man, this is something you need to look at." He brought it to me, and I. I the, the the clinic notes and I looked at it and I said man this crap ain't gonna work and the more I got to thinking about it uh, you know I, I thought well you know what the heck you know let's let's give it a try and I was sitting here one Saturday and just on the uh, my dad in law told me said uh, I was talking about it, and he said well why don't you just call Coach Westhead and you know I'm crazy enough to try something like that I actually called. Uh, uh, information in Los Angeles and he was listed and I called him and his wife told me that he was gone and that she'd have him call me back. And I thought, well, you know, I'll, that, that's it. You know, I'll never, never hear from him. But he called me back that night and we talked about three hours. Oh, wow. Gave us every, gave us everything that they did. Sent me game film, sent me diagrams, sent me, uh, I mean, he, he would, they were just, uh, at that time, us and they said one other school in South Dakota was was running a form of the system, and uh, it was so it was so neat. Uh, uh, you know, it's it just like we had our own hotline. Uh, 
um, you know, if, if something was bothering us, uh, you know, we, we would just, we just call Loyola and, uh, you know, within the next, and within a couple hours, somebody called me back and gave us an answer. And, uh, what the, the, the years that we were really cooking in 90 was, uh, uh, first year that we, we averaged 98 in, uh, uh, 90 and every Monday, uh, about lunchtime, either, uh, coach Woods or coach Prada, one of the assistant coaches would call and ask how we'd done the week before. And then, you know, we just, uh, we went from there and we, we've done some tweaks and, um, you know, to kind of fit what, you know, I, I told young coaches, you know, I've had three guys, uh, I had a three guy that was a uh, three sport all state player that ended up pitching for the Boston Red Sox. And then I've had one that couldn't have made the team playing for somebody else. So I think it's a great system <clears throat> that you can uh, kind of tweak around and, and, and mold it to fit what you've got. Uh, you know, I've had all state point guards, I've had guards that uh, couldn't score, uh, you know, with a pencil but uh had great post players and played with a five out so we we've we've kind of run the gambit since 1988. do you do the press back to the zone or do you do do you do full like pure <clears throat> head system or do you kind of hybrid you know we're we're 32 minutes full court pressure and probably played we probably play maybe and, you know, like I said the other night now, we, we get the game. We, we think we're going – if we got a chance to beat you playing a 2-3 zone, we're going to back up in a 2-3 zone and play after we press. But most of the time, we're half-court man run, run and jump. We do a, uh, we do a lot of uh, – well, I, I, we call it run and jump. It's more run and trout. And so, so um, it, it basically, we start out man to man, and basically it ends up in a zone. Shot clock or no shot clock for you guys? No shot clock. So, do you get stall ball employed against you a lot, or no? No, or they try to run with you. We see a lot of uh, a lot of spread. Uh, people attack us with a, a two two one two, putting the guy on the high post, and then uh, what we call a shell look, and then they'll go one four and try to back cut us. Uh, but you know, here's the the thing that I've always told our guys. And one of our, uh, I was talking to one of my former players of the night and he was laughing about it. We tell them that if other team scores, you know, we ain't got time to hang our heads. If we score, we ain't got time to have a pep rally. Uh, and w one of the things that we've always been with our guys, you know, we're going, we tell our guys we're going to get 100. Okay, that means they got to get 101 to beat us. So they got to shoot 50 layups. Uh, and, you know, of course, you know that always doesn't work that way. But that's that's kind of what we uh, that's kind of what we harp on. So, were you always fast break, or did you kind of did you just morph to it, or did you play did you play conservative, and then you just made the jump, or were you kind of, did you always love transition basketball? I I played in a system in high school. Uh, we played slow. And, uh, you know, there's a couple of schools. I mentioned Coach Carter at Scottsboro the other night. Always always had a great respect for Coach Carter. And um, I, I guess we kind of 
just kind of metamorphosed into it. You know, we uh, start out, like I said, we were just half court man to man. Of course, I had a 6'10 center the first year I coached. And so we, you know, he couldn't run very good. So we go, we kind of just uh, walked it down and, and tried to get it into him. And then we got a little faster and a little faster. Uh, the mid eighties, we were, uh, I, I really believe that we'd have had the system in and the three point line in the mid eighties, uh, a couple of those teams would have would have averaged close to a hundred, uh, but yeah, I get yeah. I've I've always wanted to play fast. So you put it in in eighty eight. Is that when you started? Eighty eight. Eighty eight. Yes. And how long did people know? How long was Westhead running it for? Was he he was in eighty eight? Was he with Loyola? He had just gone to Loyola. He, uh, uh, he had got, I, probably, I don't remember if it was 87 or 88 was his first year. Uh, well, I'm sure, I'm sure he was there for a year because coach seen him at a summer clinic and uh, brought it back to me. Uh, <clears throat> uh, he just got let go by the Lakers and, uh, you know, landed there at Loyola. I'd never heard of Loyola Marymount before. I'd never heard of Paul Westhead before, really. You know, I knew he was, you know, just other than watching him coach the Lakers a little bit. Yeah. But he has he has had a, such a profound effect on my career that it's just uh, you know I think we all look back and and, and see people that really earmarked uh, our careers and Coach Westhead is in the in the top three in mine. Yeah, innovators is that what you said? Uh, well, you know, just just uh, somebody I, uh, I've looked up to. You know, a lot of times when I get real tight and I'll. Uh, you know, maybe get nervous or get to thinking about something. I, I say to myself, what would Coach Westhead do? What would Coach Carter do in this situation? And uh, I know what both of them said, let them play. Get out of their way and let them play. So you, in 88, I mean, we talk about this a lot in the calls on the clinics that we've had, and you've been on a, quite a few of them, I believe, as well. So about the administrative support of it. Um, did you go and, and talk to them or do you have any advice for us young coaches that are going to put it in? I mean, I know everybody, I think it's wild that we have to go tell somebody we want to play a different style of basketball because we wouldn't do that if we wanted to run flex. So I just think it's, but, but it is a different style and it's, but what you do is a little different than the Grinnell version. And we'll get into that in a little bit, but, if someone's going to run LMU, do you think they need to go to the admin, or is it just you're just playing fast? Well, I had a I had a distinct advantage because my principal was my elementary basketball coach. He had uh, and he hired me straight out of college, and I was at a school that had never had a lot of success. Uh, matter of fact, I think school was seven years old when I went there. Uh, and we had been somewhat successful. We'd won a couple of county championships, a couple of Sand Mountain tournament championships, a couple of area championships. But it was just we we just never could get over the hump. And uh, no, I didn't. I didn't mention to anybody. I just went in and done it. I figured if they was gonna fire me, they, you know, like I said, I was ready to quit anyway. <laughs> um. So you briefly told me this Wednesday night. We had a we had a round table that we were talking, you were there, and we started talking about LMU being sustainable at high school over the Grinnell system. Um, why did right. you choose, 
I know you said that you liked a lot of things about Grinnell, but for the people that weren't there, can you tell them why you like the LMU for high school better than the Grinnell style of play? I think you can run. I think you can run LMU with eight players. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I just, I, I guess I've still got enough old school in me. I want my best player on the floor for 28 minutes a game. Uh, you know, and, and I, I see the, I see the advantages of the Grinnell system. I just, uh, uh, it's kind of like, I guess, what we've been taught. I would not feel comfortable doing Grinnell. I mean, I just uh, – um, I, I, it's just a personal preference. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think you can play – like I said, I think you can play uh, LMU with uh, <clears throat> eight guys and then find you uh, two that uh, will just go in there and uh, – um, just having having my two dogs walk in here with me. Uh, find you two more that would just, uh, uh, you know, go out and play really hard. And, uh, and and I don't know. There's no really rhyme or reason why I like LMU better. I guess I'm just comfortable with it. Okay. Um, what, what do you say to most people that I've heard, that I've talked about LMU, is that they believe you have to have a little bit better athletes than you do to do the Grinnell. I mean, is that falsity because they saw a Hank Gathers and a Bo Kimball for a Loyola Marymount and those guys were uh, All-American studs? I mean, I mean, obviously athleticism, athletes, better players help you win in any system you're going to play in. Um, is it needed right. for the LMU style than, than, than any other style? Or do you think that's, that's incorrect? I, I think in the LMU style, and uh, I've been fortunate. Most of the time, I've had a couple of uh, of pretty good players that could that could shoot the ball, or you know, were, were really good scorers. Um, now I, I think I think you know, and it's like we said the other night. I don't care if you're running flex or you're running Princeton or whatever. You know, the better players you got, the better you're going to be. But I, I, I just think – I think the most important thing in the Marymount system is not so much the offensive end of it is, is the defensive end. Uh, I think you got to put that constant 32 minutes of pressure on and then uh, figure out a way. If, if you got a Bo Kimball or you got a Hank Gathers or you got a Jeff Fryer, you figure out a way to get them some shots in the half court because you're going to get them in full court. Uh, and then – we go. We 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 send. Uh, uh, we don't have a designated guy back. I mean, I mean we do, but it's not like okay. We're going to send our point guard back every time. We we teach crashing the glass. I mean, we pound 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 pound, and uh, uh, we even if we give up a run out, we stand up in front of the crowd and tell our point guard or whoever that, that's that's our bad right there. That's my bad, um, you know. But we 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 want them going to the glass. Uh, we figure we're going to give up. We're going to get more. And you know, sometimes that old uh, raw bone kid that ain't got a whole lot of talent uh, is a better offensive rebounder than your uh, superstars are, so to say. Do you have any 
uh, system numbers like a Grinnell style or do you just play? Do you guys have some goals or anything that you're trying to do in a game? Well, we, I used to, uh, I used to have the, you know, I want to get up a hundred shots and wanted to get X amount of offensive rebounds. Uh, and, and I've kind of stole this, uh, from, from Grinnell. Uh, we want to rebound, uh, uh, now, now, my son wants 20 offensive rebounds a game. Uh, I say, uh, you know, I, I tell him we want we want to go get we want to get 33 percent of the of our misses. We want to get one out of three. Uh, pressure wise, we want to turn you over. We want to turn you over between 15 and 20 percent of the time. You know, whatever how many ever how many possessions that might be. And and you know to to start with, I wanted to get X amount of threes up. Um, I know I got I got I got a really good friend that I coached against over here. We go to play him, and uh, we're we're pretty good that year. We went twenty seven and, and four, and uh, he comes out in a two three zone, and he's got all five guys standing in the lane, and uh, we shot that night. We shot the ball 75 times, and we shot 66 threes. Um, the only shots that we shot uh, that, that wasn't a three ball was on the uh, uh, offensive rebounds or uh, turnovers. And I asked him after it was over, I said, Brent, why, why don't you play us a two-three zone? I mean, we, we beat him about 25, and he goes, we knew we couldn't stop both of them, and we uh, was taking the chance that you weren't going to hit the three ball. So – uh, but you know we we want to now instead of X number of shots we want to get 25 more shots a game than you do. Uh, that kind of plays in if you're going to come out and hold it on us a little bit, uh, you know, uh, and we don't get we don't get uh, 100 possessions a game or whatever we average. Uh, you know if we if we just get 80 it's kind of hard to get uh, the same amount of shots up in 80 as you do. 100. So we 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 look at your shot chart. We're going to talk with. We we figure if we get 25 more shots up than you do, and get to the line 10 more times, we don't get to the free throw line 10 more times than you do. So if any if nobody knew about Loyola Marymount and Paul Westhead, what what resources or what advice would you give them to go seek out? I mean, I, I know he has old videos out. And, <clears throat> I mean, I know you went right. I to, would. I know you went right to the source. So that that was that's what you that's what you did. Uh, I, that's I would buy Coach. The, the 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 video was still available. Basketball in the fast lane. I have. I would get it. I would also get. I would also get the one at Shoreline College where Bo uh, helped for a couple of years. They've got basketball in the fast lane. He's got a couple more drills on there that uh, uh, Coach Westhead didn't have, and it's it's basically the same thing. Uh, I would uh, uh, get the uh, I, I don't even, I can't I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I can't remember the fast name of the book that is he uh, still got the Marymount that? system. Is Bo uh, no 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 uh, the coach that was there quit so Bo will. Uh, as far as I know, Bo's not helping there. Uh, you know, Bo tried to get the Marymount job this past time it come open. And, uh, but 
uh, you know, they're they're welcome to call me at any time. I'll give them everything I've got. and and again, I don't think it's so much what you do as what you emphasize. Everything we do ends up being a fast break drill. Uh, if we're running shell in the half court, uh, my, and my son he likes to pass it around, you know, and do all that. And I hate it. I tell him, I say, hey, shoot it. pass it a couple times. Let's shoot it. Let's run down, come back, and then we'll do the shell on the other end of the floor. But everything we do, we, we try to turn into a fast break drill. So you just start with cycles? Is that how you installed it? Or how, how, how would you install the element? We did. First thing we do, the first day of practice, even and we'll do it this time, even with we got 10 guys back out of 11 off of 19 and 19. Nice. And uh, – we got we got about four guys that can fill it up. But we'll start out. We'll put them down there, and we'll either circle the wagons or we'll just put them on the baseline at a certain spot, and we'll blow the whistle, and they've got to sprint to the spots. Uh, two going to the right side, three going to the left side, four rim running, uh, five trailing, and one pushing down the side. We'll do that without a basketball. They just got to they got to sprint and get there. And no matter how fast they get there, we tell them it's too slow. Um, and then we'll put the second group and have them do the same thing. Uh, we'll do that for a while, and then we add a basketball with it. And then we, we go over, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get the ball in one's hand and say, okay, this, if we're coming down the floor, this is one, this is what you're looking for. Uh, and then we'll say, okay, you can't pass the ball ahead. So, you know, here's your read. You know, if nobody stops you, you're going to the rim. If they, if they stop you, you're pulling up. You know, then you're reading the two man. How does how does they play? Do they play off our two guy? Do you kick it or do you keep it? All right, if they how 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 are we going to play if they if, if the defense does this? We we do a lot of that. Uh, but the main thing that I think the main things that we do is uh, we do a lot of five on three, five on two. Five on three, five on four, five on three, five on one, something like that, and and let them go four or five cycles up and down the floor without stopping them, and then uh, uh, we, uh, I, I think a way you really teach the break is you actually play five on five. Uh, uh, now I'm not saying we go out there and pitch it up and just scrimmage, but we'll we I, I stole this from Coach Olson out of Arizona. He called it up and back. Mm-hmm. And uh, we work. I love it because we work on our rep handles with it. Uh, but we'll give, uh, say, we'll give the the blue jerseys the ball. Uh, they'll attack the white in a half court situation, uh, score or miss or whatever. White's going to fast break down, uh, and then blue's going to fast break back. And of course, we're going to press on maids or, and we try to press on misses, but it's kind of hard to press ourselves really. And um, uh, then we'll flip it over, and then white's going to attack blue, and we do that. We spend uh, we spend fifteen twenty minutes a day doing doing that uh, every day, uh, you know. And and while you know uh, Cole may be uh, uh, he may be coaching the white team, I may have the blue, or he may be offense today, and may be defense, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And you know, we we just feel like we're getting a whole lot done in a, uh, a little bit of time. A lot of times too, we practice our JV and varsity at the same time. That's really good because you can run a, you can run five on five, 
and go down, back, down, back, get them off, go your JV, do the same thing, and run your varsity back on there, and they're, they're getting a little bit of breathing time too while we're while we're doing that. But we feel like we can practice. We feel like we can practice twenty kids uh, easily in well, an hour and a half. And well, get that was them. my next question because I told, I remember you saying on Wednesday, last Wednesday night, that you don't like really more than ten on your roster. So I was just going to ask how you did practices if you had JV practice with you so we uh, you know we, we got we'll probably dress 12 13 this time uh but again those those three guys uh we we try to be completely honest with them you know and, and we, we we call our kids in and, and tell them you know hey uh you the man you 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 know we we need you to uh we need you scoring 2025 20, we need you scoring 10, 15, we need you getting 12 rebounds. And by the same token, we'll, we'll tell them, hey, you know, uh, if you want to stay on the team, we're going to keep you. But, you know, right now you're the 11th guy. If you want to play, you better be go out there and beat somebody in practice. What's the toughest part to install with LMU? I think the, uh, the toughest thing is – Kids think they're playing hard when they're not playing hard. If that makes sense at all. Um, and I know one thing Coach told me when we put the when we started doing it. He said everybody says they want to play fast. Mm-hmm. We want to play at breakneck speed. Uh, you know, and that, that's one thing I remember Coach told me. He said speed is balance, and we used to have that uh, on the back of our practice jerseys. Uh, the faster you go, the more balanced you are. He said, um, "But but the toughest thing is to get them to to play hard all the time, and then realize that when they're tired, they need to come out and get a breather. We we let we got a we got an agreement with our guys. If they come out on their own, uh, if they signal they need a breather and they come out, they can put themselves back in. If we take them out, you go in when we want you to." Do you have a set substitution pattern? Like send two, like do you have like three guys rotating at two spots, or or do you guys have it figured out, or you just play it by feel? We we just kind of some years we have. Uh, one year when we were out here at Dade County, uh, we had we had three guys that come off the bench are better than three starters, but the guys were seniors and they'd been with me and they'd went through the, the lean times and we'd got it turned around and they were, they played so hard. They were such good kids. They were great leaders, but the three, the three guys coming off the bench, our six, seven, eight guys, uh, much better offensively than, than the, the three seniors that played at the, at the five minute mark of the first quarter, those three guys just got up and went in. They knew they at five minute mark, they were going in. And, uh, uh, but you know, right now we're kind of, we're, we're so blessed at North Sand Mountain that we've got out of our 10 guys that we're going to throw on the floor, we've got eight guards that, that, and probably six of those guys are point, could play point guard if they had to. So we, you know, uh, we're going to, we, we, we kind of, a lot of times for the game, we'll sit down and say, okay, you know, Russ is playing really, really well right now. You know, uh, Luke's playing really well. Derek's struggling a little bit. Let's uh, let's try to keep uh, let's try to keep Luke and Russ in the game when Derek's in. 
uh, you know, we, we kind of go go at it that way. But, you know, game gets to going, you, you know. Uh, you've been in long enough to know, too, that you've got a guy that might not have scored 10 points in the last month. He gets hot. You, he, he'll have to get on the road. Uh, we, we want to keep a hot hand in the game as long as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the biggest criticisms that you guys face every year with running? Popcorn ball. Uh, you playing popcorn ball. I, I didn't get a, I didn't get a, I didn't want the job, but a buddy of mine wanted me to apply for one of the bigger jobs. And I actually went and talked to them and their uh, uh, AD said it's popcorn ball. We didn't want to play that. Uh, we don't play any defense. Uh, you know, all you're doing is running and shooting, which, you know, that's basically all we are doing. But, uh, uh, you know, it's just, it, it's mainly the, the, the old conventional, uh, we ain't never done it this way. That ain't the way you're supposed to play basketball. So we, I tell our guys when people start talking that trash to them, that's a compliment. We we want to if they start worrying about us they can't you know they ain't worried about themselves. Why don't more high school teams run Loyola Marymount in your opinion? <clears throat> I think it's unconventional. Uh, I think, uh, and, and I don't know that I would have when I first started, but when I when I started I was, uh, you know I've been I've been doing it for like. Uh, 12 years really didn't care what anybody said I think it's a uh, uh, I, th- I think a coach told me he said the first thing I need to do is go buy me a good terry cloth towel one of the big fluffy ones and every time I wanted to scream at somebody for something to just put the towel around my face and scream into it all I wanted to um, I think it's a kind of a just a, maybe I don't I don't even I know it's gonna sound wrong maybe an ego thing uh, of course, now it's the opposite for me. We're going to run. I mean, you know, we're we're. I, I hear people say, "Well, what if you got a big six seven, six eight center and can't run?" Well, we still going to run on misses and uh, steals. You know, on ref handles, he's going to touch it every time down. But I, I just think it's uh, again, it's not a conventional uh, thing. Most people have not been around it. Uh, I know when my son, uh, he was my assistant for. He played for me for started for me for four years, and then he played uh, my assistant coach for uh, six and a half years. And uh, the newspaper asked him when he uh, got his first head coaching job. Said, "Are you going to run the same stuff your dad does?" He said, "I guess I have to. I don't know nothing else." Um, so you know, it's just I, I think it's what you're brought up in, and what you believe in, and what you're comfortable with. And most people are not comfortable doing this. So next one is is. Why hasn't anyone really tried it since West Ted was at LMU? I think for the same reasons. Um, now, in North Alabama, where we're at, mm-hmm. almost everybody plays fast up here, and especially in, the, in our classification. In the 1, 2, and 3A classifications, uh, it's, you know, it, it's not uncommon for uh, – it's not uncommon to see a scores uh, 103 to 97. I mean, that that's just, you know, uh, if you're not scoring, golly, you know, if if you just score 75 points, you, you, you're probably going to get beat. 
the college teams there where you're at are doing it now too with Musselman and um, Bruce Pearl. They're both, well, playing, they're, they, both uh, playing, they're both playing up tempo. Coach Pearl is the best thing that's happened to basketball in the state of Alabama ever. Uh, and, you know, not not just because I'm an Auburn fan. Yeah. And Coach Oates, uh, I'm, I'm not a Bama fan at all, but Coach Oates has got uh, on that other side of the state over there. He's got uh, <laughs> he's got folks excited. And I tell you, Coach Barnes, and uh, I mean they some quality coaches in the SEC. You know, you got Coach Barnes, I got Coach Crane, Coach Cal. Uh, you know, uh, just talked about and, you know, party in a basketball country, not just football. Right. And, you know, Coach Kennedy just got the UAB job. So, you know, uh, oh, wow. I, you know, John Schumann is the UAH coach that was at UTC for uh, several. I mean, there's some quality basketball coaches in the state of Alabama that uh, that, that do a tremendous job and, and do it not only coaching the game, but promoting the game. So conditioning of it. You, you got to be in peak condition. Do you guys do a lot of out of or preseason and out of season conditioning with your players, or you just do it on court? How do you guys approach it? We do uh, four weeks. Uh, with for every, what our starting day to practice is, we back it up four weeks, and uh, our kids, uh, our kids here at Dade call it Hell Month, and uh, we. Uh, we we run them. I mean, we run heels. Uh, we carry sandbags up heels. We do, you know, we do court sprints. We run stadiums. We run stairs. We do everything we can think of as hard as we can go for about 30 minutes a day. Uh, we don't, we don't do a lot of distance. Uh, you know, everything's pretty much uh sprint, uh, ladder type things uh but we we have uh, for about a month we try to mash them but then we tell them uh that you know after we get started practice we never run after practice uh cole and i both tell them if, if we ever run it's because we're pissed practice is it two hours hour and a half you guys go how long you guys go we probably start out going two hours to begin with, uh, especially if we've got the JV in there with us. Uh, the first first three or four weeks when we're teaching, when we start playing, we cut it to an hour and a half. By Christmas, we're going about an hour 15 after Christmas. We'll go about – well, I, I, the actual practice time, we keep them in there because we're going to spend a third of our time shooting the basketball. If we practice an hour and a half, if we're going to be an hour and a half, we're going to spend 30 minutes on shooting drills. Uh, and the offense or catch and shoots? Or are you doing 100 threes? Are you doing stuff out of the out of running your spots? We do we, we do it all. Uh, you know, we, we may come in today, and uh, uh, one of our favorite drills is we're going to put, uh, uh, we call it minute shoot. We're going to put. 10 minutes on the clock. You're going to shoot for a minute. I rebound for you. And then I'm going to shoot for a minute. You shoot for a minute. I shoot for a minute. And then we, uh, then we may do three minutes at a time like that. Uh, we may tell them they got to make, uh, uh, you know, you got to make 53s, uh, 10 at a time. Uh, but we're, we're going to get a, we're going to try to get a bunch of shots up. Cole's got a, a notebook full of drills that uh, shooting drills that can keep, a. Uh, uh, everybody busy for, for two weeks. Uh, 
we try to do something different each day so they don't get too uh, bored with it, I guess, or too uh, lackadaisical. How long in a typical season, like if it's your new group that hasn't been with you or you're, you've got a young group, how long would you expect for it to maybe for the light bulb to click on with the speed and the tempo? Is it, is it halfway through the season? few weeks when, when did you guys start to see like the aha moments with your team i think we see some immediately uh, if it was a whole new team if we, you were going into a new program when i went to fort Payne, mm-hmm. uh, they had the most they had scored they averaged they had averaged 57 points a game uh the year before 55 the year before that, 53 the year before that. First night, we got 97. And uh, the best player I had uh, was uh, three for uh, nine from the free throw line. And he shot like 90% for the rest of the year. So we had a bust of the dollar that first night. And, uh, you know, the kids just, wow, this crap works, don't it? And, uh, but I, I think you're going to see some of the, some of it immediately. Uh, now, uh, do you guys own all the state records? Co- Pardon me? You own all the state records for points in a game? Uh, made? We actually don't own it for uh, points in a game. Uh, we had 147. Another team got a – another team that uh, – well, let's just say they played a cupcake and scored 152. We got 147 against a good team. Um, but yeah, uh, we own the – no overtime, straight 32 minutes? No, 32 minutes. Wow. Uh, uh, well, we, we averaged uh, 111.8 and uh, 93, and that's that's state record. 111.8, that was? Yeah, yes. So what's the most any players ever scored in a game for you guys? Can you remember? For me, uh, uh, 52. Last year we had a kid, and he's a uh, and, and somebody. If they listen, I need to get on this kid. He's a six six two and a half guard. He had sixty three for in a regulation game. So this was last yes. season. Yeah, last season. Uh, Cole had forty seven in the finals of county tournament one year. That uh, he still holds the county tournament record for that, uh, but. Did you, you know, win? and it's been, yes. You've won, you've won a, yeah. hey, uh, what'd you, what'd you ask me? You guys ever won a section, out of. section or a region championship running the system? Oh yeah. Yeah. We've won, I think nine area champ, which oh, in Alabama, they call them areas. Okay. I think it's nine or nine or 11, something like that. I don't know. So last question I have for you coaches someone wants to put it in, what advice would you give them? First of all, you got to sell yourself on it because it, I, I think it's something you either got to do or you don't do. You can't, you know, you, you can't halfway do it. Uh, you got to sell out and then study, watch game film. Uh, don't be afraid to turn some players loose. Like I say, if if they want to uh, call me, uh, 
I'll be glad to talk to anybody one-on-one. I'll send them everything I've got. But I, the, they, if the coach is not convinced, it's going to be hard to convince the kids. It's going to be hard to convince the administration. It's going to be hard to convince the fans. I used to at one time had a little packet and, I, and, and reasons to run the system. And one of the things I put on there, fans are going to love it. In parentheses, I put after they get used to it. If okay. if our people at North Side Mountain, uh, if we went in and tried to play slow, they would probably try to fire us. I mean, I'm seriously. They they they. Uh, we beat somebody uh, one night like like 69 to 52 and one of our old heads there that was there the first time I was there he come by and he goes she we got to get better offensively we ain't very good are we so you know but but the, I, the, the coach has got to convince himself he's got to sell himself first he's got to buy in gotcha well I want to wish you and your son good luck um, is there any outlook for the season for you guys? Have they put a calendar together in your area, or have they come up with when you guys are going to start? Alabama is start as of today. Is they started football practice? Alabama is starting on time, as as of right now. Uh, what that does, you know, of course the the, the state guidelines have said we'll make adjustments as we go. What that does to us, as far as basketball, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, they let us uh, practice the month of June, uh, and so you know, we're right now we're on go. Well, well, good luck to you guys. I hope you guys have a great season, and I appreciate you coming on the podcast with me. You're very welcome. And uh, like I say, if anybody uh, has any questions, feel free to give them my phone number. Will do, Coach. Just tell them make sure they text me first because I usually don't answer a phone number if I don't recognize the number. No problem. And thank you for what you're doing, man. I appreciate you, Coach. Thank you for joining on this episode of the Baskopedia podcast with Coach Glenn Hicks. It was fantastic going over LMU, the system, Paul Westhead's famous offense. On our next episode, stay tuned for – Joe Hay. That'll be our next edition of the Baskopedia podcast.